Welcome to The Mary Mack Show, where we will be talking about your feelings, experiences, and pain following the death of a loved one. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you find yourself in this entire world, I welcome you. How are you doing, my friend, my warrior? Has this past week been better for you? I truly hope so. Please keep up with your gratitude journal, writing five things you are grateful for each evening before bed. I'd like to share with you this week about something that's been on my heart. Since I associate so much of my life with the bereaved, I look upon my country as one which is suffering serious grief right now. Like our loved one who died, except in the case of little ones, no person is perfect. They may have done things in their life that weren't the best, led by people who didn't have their best interests at heart. They may have fallen ill, and the pain they endured for months and years brought them much sadness and struggle. And so it is with our countries, our nations. They are not perfect, just like people. Leaders have caused all sorts of pain over hundreds of years, as in the case of America, or over centuries in other countries around the world. And many of these leaders, at every level of government, may not have been held accountable for the sorrow and death they caused, which its citizens have had to endure. Some decisions were not made for the right reasons. Instead, they were decisions that would only serve the leaders or elected officials. Not what was best for the citizens, who elected them, or for whom they swore to serve. Similar to grieving our loved one's death, we grieve for our countries. As for our loved ones, there is nothing we can do to reposition their whereabouts so that they wouldn't have been killed by that person, that drunk driver, that reckless driver, or another, so that they may have been alive today. And there is nothing we can do to rescind the decisions that our ancestors made long before we were even born. True, there were many decisions we are not fond of from our nation's histories. Yet those decisions shaped the countries we are today, for good or bad. And like with grief, we can only live the life we now know. Trying to minimize our loved one's life because we are ashamed of their actions, the way they lived, and perhaps how they died, and trying to act like it didn't happen just to make us feel better is certainly an act in futility. Whether our loved one's life or our country's history 
There is no erasing a life's journey or a country's journey because we don't like how it was lived or how it turned out. A country's heritage is its legacy, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Nothing we do, harming other people or property, tearing down historical monuments, or blazing cities, will ever change our history. And just like with grief, we endure great anger. In countries around the world, citizens deal with great anger as they endure oppression, starvation, financial scarcity, their inability to speak their mind or move about freely, feelings of injustice, their loss of life and personal possessions, as well as their professional livelihoods. Even stealing away family members and killing them because they don't believe as the leaders do. So I am asking all those who hear me in 40-plus countries around the world to please pray for my United States of America as we move into our election on Tuesday, November 3rd. I grieve for my country, for all she is enduring right now. Thank you for your love and for listening to what's on my heart. I am grateful to each one of you. If you, too, are grieving for your nation, you are welcome to leave your comments at the end of my blog on this episode at marymac.info. Bless you, my friend.